0: Hi, right, today is January 28th, 2024. I'm Tata Gossard, with the Dr. John West and we've got a special guest, Sven Johnson, who was unable to join us um, for the past couple of weeks because he had some some conflicts, and I really wanted to ask him some questions. Mostly, Sven, of all the people John and I know,
1: <laughs>
0: you are the most likely to have pre-ordered the Apple Vision Pro. I'm going to guess the answer is no, but did you? <laughs> He head left or right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are shut out. Nobody we personally know so far. I don't know, John, you might know somebody, but nobody I know. No, I'm, so I'm not it. sure
2: if this is a good thing or a bad thing yeah. that we don't know someone who's uh, ordered it uh, because it might mean that we hang around with much more sane people than we think, <laughs> but maybe all of us early adopters are no longer early adopting which no. is sort of sad. Yeah,
1: oh, I'm well, not, you know, not adverse to early adopting. It's just I don't need to spend, you know, 30 a, a refrigerator price for it. You
0: know? A really good refrigerator. The, yeah. yeah. Or a really bad used car. <laughs> ah, well, that's too bad. Um I only know I only know by reference a person who's buying it. I don't know that person in person, but uh in my mini podcast with Jared Creve <laughs> a few weeks ago, he mentioned a friend of his has already pre ordered it. So I'm hoping to either get that person on a podcast or uh or ask ask Jared to check out what he this person thinks. So I'm still curious by the way. If I if I were wealthy I would have pre ordered one. Just cuts, you know. But Oh absolutely, not. absolutely. <laughs> I, I said the same thing about the first iPod, by the way. Um, so it doesn't mean I'll never get one. I'm just not getting this generation. That's but, a- I think. Alrighty. So that that aside, so that that kills, you know, like five minutes of discussion that we could have had, but that's that's okay. All right. Um, speaking, but th- speaking of things not okay, so there was a huge Microsoft Teams outage on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh, which is what a couple of days ago, um, Friday and part of Saturday, I guess, and uh, it actually affected me. I'm surprised to say. Um, you know we're using i should note we're using teams now video only and we're using adobe podcast studio to record i could not send you guys a calendar invitation from teams because it said no i i can't do that at the moment i'm just having a moment and <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah. <laughs> no
0: i'm not going to do that for you so that was friday night i was able to send ones by midday saturday to you guys by the way john we can only see half your head but that's
2: <laughs> i don't know i can, I can see it
0: Yeah, you can see all of my head. Yeah, yeah, you're just not
2: looking properly. It's a Microsoft issue. uh, Yeah,
0: I think you're right. I think you're right. I should uh, over to the the one side of the frame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. There you go. Now he's in the middle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But anyway, Microsoft does not allow
2: sidedness. You have to be in the dead center of the frame for them to care. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so that it did affect me. I don't know. John, I don't know if uh, Swen. I don't think you guys use uh, Teams at work, but um, my former workplace it, did. It's it's a little
1: flaky. Um, the whole DOD is going to Office three sixty five. Yeah, and I work I work at a building that's run by the Missile Defense Agency, and they uh-huh. don't like to do anything the same way as anybody else. Sure, why not? So so, you know? <laughs> um, but we do have we do have Teams clients. I do have a an Air Force Teams account. Yeah. MDA is planning on going to Teams, but right now we're mostly using Jabber, a Cisco product. Oh, interesting. Which really? is, which is which is you know not anywhere close, but it, it does the basic yeah. things that I think a lot of people do with Teams, which is you know just video conferencing and chats and things like that. So, you
0: know, I'll tell you Jabber Facebook. story. Yeah, so Jabber is an ancient protocol, ancient. Uh chat protocol at least a quarter century and I back in the early back in the early part of this millennium like 2002 ish I hooked up Jabber to um, MySQL so I could ask MySQL questions um, you know from a specific database and so I I don't claim to have invented a chat bot but I built a chat bot like 22 years ago using Jabber and MySQL so that was fun trivia uh, we never did launch it, but I always found it lots of fun to ask it questions. I could ask it like directory items, you know, office directory things in, in po- more or less plain English. It basically ignored most of the words I was saying. <laughs> Just focused on the okay. keywords in the database. <laughs> and I can say that because I wrote the stupid thing. But uh, So it wasn't AI, but it had the, the beginnings of what we call chatbots today. All right. So that was Teams. That was no fun at all. And, um, we, you know, Microsoft has been having a lot of problems with keeping teams up and running in the last two years, at least before I retired, oh, I think they were down three times, like by down, I mean like either regional or near worldwide back in 2022. And I think they've been down a couple of times, 2023. So. Well, it is a, you know. it
1: is a huge print thing. You know, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not Skype. It's Uh-oh. Skype and everything else that you could imagine kitchen sink yeah. thrown in. So.
0: Yeah, but this is a network problem. It wasn't like a
1: you know, team oh, vision yeah. problem. Yeah.
0: Huh, yeah, yeah, you know. You know, somebody flipped the wrong bit somewhere. That, that, that happens. January. Yeah. Kicked live over the plug. Live by the cloud, die by the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, speaking on, of live by the to, cloud, well,
1: oh, go ahead. Back to the Vision Back to the vision Pro thing again. Have you looked at uh, Xreal? Yeah. Xreal? Yes. Have you seen those things? Those are yes. actually affordable, and I don't, you know, I'd love to be able to find some place where I could go try one of those out.
0: Yeah, Affordable, meaning, you know, meaning, um, you know
1: versus three thousand five hundred dollars
0: the not you can't try it out but if you listen to um a couple of podcasts ago i think mobile views mini podcast 42 uh jared has bought everything except the vision pro (laughs) (laughs) and he brought them all to the table literally i have a photo of it in the blog uh and we discussed it in mini podcast 42 so you can hear us talk about xreal the one i like and and that's because you know i'm looking at us all and all of us right now are wearing eyeglasses. And yeah, so for nice. those of us with prescription glasses, the one I like is the Rokid, R-O-K-I-D. And that's because it has a diopter adjustment independent, each eye, left and right, separate. It has diopter adjustments built into the headset, which looks like a, a big set of glasses. You know, it's like maybe twice or three times the width of the glasses you're wearing now. So it's not it, like giant thing like the Vision Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought the video quality was quite good. I really appreciated not having to buy extra prescriptions just for the headset. And the diopter adjustment worked great. I felt like an optometrists. and made me feel proud. Uh, it's,
1: it was great. <laughs> is it better like this? Sir, better like this?
0: Yeah. I actually like got this? trained in a phoropter like many years ago, by the way. So I'm not an optometrist, <laughs> but I did get training on it for some vision experiments I did. Uh so anyway, it was way easier than using a Um Yeah. So anyway, the, the, and the other thing, remember, you got to pay for the prescription, you got to pay for the fitting, I think. And goodness knows what the uh, the AppleCare for Vision Pro is. It can't be cheap.
1: Oh no, it, it's out there. It's like five hundred bucks, five six hundred bucks. Yeah, but it uh, you know, but it's the full AppleCare Plus. So if you you know drop them right and they shatter, that's fine.
0: Yeah, I'm going to wait for There's the a, there uh, is a deductible. Vision Pro Nano.
1: <laughs> there you go yeah that'll work <laughs> which
0: is what i did for the ipod i waited for ipod nano to come out um okay uh, speaking speaking of um living in a cloud and dying by the cloud so my two cable tv slash dvr boxes in my home died a couple of weeks ago and because i we hardly watch live tv my wife didn't complain i didn't really care and i finally got around saying okay i'm willing to spend one hour on the telephone trying to get help because I'm too lazy to drive 10 miles to you know, just swap the boxes. Um, and it'd be more time to drive and wait, and park and all that. So one hour is fine. So I, I got in line with Spectrum. And after a little bit of prodding, instead yeah, of the Spectrum, Spectrum office, which is, like I said, 10 miles away, um, I said, you know, I'm too lazy to drive 10 miles, find parking, stand in line, and all that. So can you just drop ship it? And they did. It got here in like less than 24 hours. It was amazing. They sent it locally. Uh, But what I got surprised me because I didn't do any research. I just thought they were going to send me another, you know, cable TV slash DVR box. What I got were two tiny boxes. I'll put a photo in there later that has no coax connection. It's either Ethernet or Wi-Fi. And it's all cloud. It's a cloud cable box. It doesn't connect to coax at all. You have to have Internet service, you know, unlike cable TV, which doesn't need Internet service, just need coax. Um, it was reasonably easy to set up. It's called the Zumo X U M O. Uh, it, it's really tiny, it's like the size of maybe an iPhone, kind of an ultra wide iPhone, maybe like a folding, you know, Samsung or something. Um, yeah, like a fold, yeah, or ex- unfolded, yeah, it's about the size of fold, unfolded, and a little bit thicker. And it, it, it can all, without a Roku or Apple TV box or anything else, it can handle Netflix and all that, except. After 24 hours, it said my Netflix account, which it validated at first, was is no, not part of the, what did they call it? Family location or something. You know, it's like I have a different IP address or something, which might be. I want to call Spectrum again when I have an hour free to go find out why that is. But, you know, it's just, it's not that important. Um, it's not a big deal. Oops, Swen's muted, I think. Swen, you muted on, uh, might be your yeah. headset.
1: I am. Yeah. I got to. Yeah. Yeah. Cable today, so uh, got to have you know yeah dual dual phenomenology here
0: (laughs) so anywho um that's what i ended up getting it's i still don't know why you know i haven't made the tech call yet but i don't know why it won't work after 24 hours it says you know you're not where you said you were when i didn't go anywhere at all well i I think it's part of
1: netflix's new crackdown on on sharing so it's probably Mm. the A new box has a new IP that they're not familiar with or something.
0: Uh, Well, you know, it should be an IP range, right? It should be like, you know, here because it's dynamic.
1: Yeah, but that IP box is probably, I don't know, it probably has something to do with. uh, um, Yeah,
0: I think you're right. I I think what's happening is is it's seen the IP at Zumo, you know, like a Zumo gateway or something. And that Zumo gateway is not, I should go see if there's a way to find out what IP my Zumo box is on. It's probably not like not here in Hawaii. But uh, live by the cloud, die by the cloud. You know things that wouldn't happen if it were not a cloud-based cable box, and I just plugged a Roku into it or something. That's kind of interesting, have...
1: though. That yeah, kind of interesting that you know we used to used to get cable, and then after a while, your internet started coming over cable, and yeah. now you've got to have internet to get your cable without cable. Right. You know?
0: <laughs> exactly. It, it, do You guys have well. First of all, do you guys have cable TV, and
2: I do not. Do you? I do not. No do nah. regular box. Dumped it. Long time ago, uh, about 10 years ago now, but it, I did find it interesting over the years how the boxes were getting smaller and smaller mm. and smaller and less and less in them. So it, it's not surprising to me that they would basically say, you know what, we, uh, we're we not even going to do this the old way anymore because it's yeah. so much easier to just do it the, the new way. But of course, that's really interesting when you think about it. Do they still maintain Coax cable boxes for people that don't want internet, or do they just basically say all of our new customers must have an internet plan as well as a cable television plan?
0: You know, I don't know. And I, I,
2: and do you have your internet through them?
0: I do have my internet through them.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. And how does that come in?
0: And do you need to have internet through them? Yeah. What if you had internet through somebody else? How does your internet come in?
1: Yeah. What, how do your, how does your internet come in? Is it coming through cable? Coax, yes. (laughs) So that's no, it's weirder.
0: literally coax. It's not, I mean, you yeah. know, it's coax from the, you know, from the, from the net yeah. outside. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, very old school. So, you know, the other, so the two other observations, is observation number two or three, I guess, is that the remote control for the unit has a voice control, which I have not tried yet. But this little button says voice and you can press it and say things instead of pressing buttons. The other, I guess, uh, next observation is that they've really helped streamline adding subscription services like uh, amazon prime and netflix even hey. though you know netflix is not being unhappy with me um they basically show a qr code on the screen of your tv when you oh. try to add it then they have it's like roku it just says a whole thing you know do you want to add this do you want to add this um and they say qr code you scan it with your your phone and uh, you know you clicks uh, like a six-, six digit authentication code it shows on the tv onto your phone and you're all linked up without typing in a whole heck of a lot of, you know, account information. So that was Yeah,
1: I've done that a number of times. Pretty good. And so I was surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised I can do that from, you know, across oh. the room from the couch. Just hold my phone up and hit that QR yeah. code that pops up on the TV. So.
0: Yeah. Now, one thing I don't have an answer to, and I did uh, send a question to a friend at the emergency management agency is, you know, you, um well, you I, you weren't here the other weeks when, when Don Sorcinelli got, got a, like a, uh, what did he get? I a snow wasn't a snow flurry alert, but some kind of a oh yeah, yeah he got some kind of snowmageddon alert in the middle of what? a podcast so you know you're uh, yeah. and uh, I hope the FCC doesn't take down my podcast because you know <laughs> I didn't simulate that was for real <laughs> but, but uh, he got an emergency broadcast notification while, on his phone while uh, we were podcasting and I wonder uh, now uh, you know in Hawaii at least Uh, on your cable tv or over the air tv uh you you get these you know this banner that scrolls across the bottom of your screen says you know hurricane approaching or tsunami or whatever and um and uh and you know with alert sound from from your device uh, as well as your phone and stuff but i wonder now if we're going to get that since we're all you know cloud cloud cloud-based cable tv so i've got a question and hopefully somebody at Emergency man. I have a couple other people can ask you if I don't get that answer, but I will. Uh, I will follow up on that because I'm a little bit curious about that. Although honestly, the odds of me having a TV on, alert <laughs> is probably pretty <laughs> low. It's <just laughs> hardly on. I didn't turn it on for weeks and weeks and weeks because you know the box died. Um, and if you're wondering, we watch TV on our iPads basically since we subscribe to everything. Um, yeah. So that was that was really interesting. I I, I got to cross ship my box. The old Boxes which is now super heavy i was a little bit worried they would send a box not big enough for my two old cable boxes but it just barely fit so that goes in the mail tomorrow uh oh speaking of quitting i i posted i put a link in our show notes at fossil you know the watchmakers quitting the smartwatch business not too surprising um do you guys remember the fossil spot watch the microsoft spot watch oh yeah put
1: that in notes and no i i actually don't um oh you don't i have
0: that was no i don't remember the the one
1: one... yeah
2: That was the one I had because I was not uh, I did not have enough money for the Suntu. Those were the more expensive spot watches. So if you yeah. were like me yeah. and a poor graduate student at the time, the only thing that you could really get that was a uh, spot watch was the fossil. And uh it worked fine. Uh but uh I yeah, I remember it very well. Um <laughs> Yeah, not, actually, not you know, i bought the
1: Sun 2, But what um, <laughs> was, was kind of interesting with the Sun too is uh, all the early yeah. adopters—they sent the version two for free. So yeah, so it was it was really I got, nice. I
0: got two Sun twos. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna start tearing up. of them are, up both are
1: absolutely useless at this point. They don't—they don't, they don't even keep time. There's no. no way to set the time or anything on them. No. It's just you no. know, it's it's amazing. But I did I did have some fossil um, Wear OS watches. So. Oh really? I wasn't terribly. Yeah, I wasn't terribly impressed with them, but you know they worked. Yeah. I mean, they did what they. So they John, your to do.
0: fossil spot watch did, did am I like it. My recollection had some weird charging system set up, like 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 the band was the charger, and if you broke the wristband, you don't have you couldn't yeah. charge it anymore. Is that right?
2: Yeah, it was. If I remember right, that was yeah. the the way that the fossil worked. I mean, it was obviously a lower cost spot watch than the Sun so you didn't have as much customization. Yeah. You didn't have as much resiliency um and where i was living we didn't have much fm signal so i couldn't really use it uh oh. in its full capacity either uh ironically yeah. when i was at home it wouldn't work but when i went into a city i could use it so same same here by yeah. the way
0: for me um and it's interesting cuz i could get the radio station there you know broadcasting the interband over but the data didn't reach me just the you know audio part of the fm station um by the way john you must have become an mvp after the spot watch because I think we had an MVP deal. Swen, is that how you bought it? Like half you know, price or something? I,
1: I think I think so. And I remember there were like two uh spot watch MVPs, you know. <laughs> They're actually, you know Yeah, I, I know, became an MVP relatively
2: relatively late. I was two thousand eight. Why well, I became an MVP. Okay. so that was okay. that was past the good deals times in a sense. <laughs> uh, so a lot of the things uh, I had to make some tough choices, and uh, I did not always choose the uh, the everything. <laughs> Although I did pay full price for a lot of things uh, without yeah. those deals.
0: Yeah, which is why even today we're not buying a Vision Pro. <laughs>
2: Honestly, yes, Apple you know, offers uh, us yeah, to become Vision MVPs. You know, I, I, I so
1: I so clearly remember the one time we were sta- we were at one of the summits <laughs> and. uh. We were with the SpotWatch team, the Microsoft SpotWatch team, and we were all talking oh. to them, and we we're saying, you know, if you hook this thing Bluetooth to your phone, yes. this would yes. be the, you know, this would be really cool because you know, they, and they said one. no, 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 nobody, nobody would want that.
0: No, no, no. Uh, at oh. the one of the summits that I remember you were at, in fact, we were probably uh, it was like a dinner demo thing where they had a bunch of boots and walk around with food, one of those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, in Bellevue or someplace, the SpotWatch team had, or the Spot team, Microsoft Spot team, had a booth where you <laughs> could go talk to the team, and they showed us a Bluetooth-enabled SpotWatch. I forget what the—I don't know if they made it themselves or is branded, but it did all the things that we were kind of hoping it would do. You know, it connect to yeah. your phone and sync through your phone instead of having to sync through its little FM, oh, you a- know, M thing. radio signal. And and that was never released. And I think the spot watch died soon after. So,
1: yeah, very it
0: that was a good idea. But I, I still mean, re- I thought it was, yeah, worked. Oh, I still remember being so excited because this is back when I used to still fly quite a bit, and you know, I'd fly into someplace not in, at home, and it changed the time zone would change automatically. Things everybody takes for granted now. Back then, that yeah, was it was even a, it was even a
1: one way it was a one way pager too. I mean, if right. you had the MSN right. thing, you could send somebody a message and it'd show up on your watch. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you know just call, awesome. call me or something and then you could go somewhere right. and find a pay no, phone I, and...
0: <laughs> I really appreciated it um, yeah. so oh well oh well Fossil you gave it a good try for a good number of years 20 years at least you know from the spot watch days yeah. so you know it's not like they just gave up the ghost after a few years okay um, next up a, a topic that or next <laughs> two topics or next topic that John and I everybody else I guess has been interested in the AI stuff so uh there's a a google blog blog. blog.google says that chrome is getting three new generative ai features um soon one is to organize your tabs one is to create custom themes and one is to help you write on the web so it'll give you like you know your tech what you type is like prompts i guess and it'll suggest you know what to write or maybe just fill it out for you which would be Some people are wringing their hands over it, but I like the idea because I've seen how other people write, and I'm not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How do you guys feel? Well, especially you, John, you know, students and and all. Well, I I
2: just taught last week uh, how to write a resume to my seniors, and I brought up the fact, you know, computers read resumes more often than people these days, but you don't quite know, especially— Even in my area where a lot of our employers are still mom and pops, uh, they might be outsourcing, you know, their HR management system sure. to a system that is reading them. So it, you don't really yeah. know anymore. And I I briefly mentioned the joke that, you know, AI is going to be the point where AI is going to write the resume, AI is going to read the resume, AI is going you know, we're... Our emails are going to go the same way. We're going to write yes. AI emails to each other, and then AIs are going to read them and translate them back to whatever we care to to, to do. So Just hire the AI to do the
1: job. You know,
2: yeah, it's getting more and more uh, interesting. Uh, but you know, where I want to see AI changing things and changing the world is enough with this high level thought. If we can have AIs doing all of the the high level thinking, can we have AIs you know farming? better for us or you know feeding hungry people those sorts of things i don't need them to all be programmers and artists i'd like them to also (laughs) do some of those tasks uh for the greater good of humanity
1: yeah i I read something about that too you know that we were supposed to get all this automation and stuff like that so that we would have more time to do music and art and all that stuff and and now we're letting the letting
0: letting that automation do that and we're still working yeah it's not right it's not right (laughs) nope yeah. In fact, uh, John's too young to remember, but Swen and I might remember back in the Jetsons era, uh, which would be in the 1960s. There are there are some. And I read this much later. Like, you know, I was a kid in the 60s. This was Swen, I think. And uh, really? but like maybe 10 years later when I was a teenager or 15 years later when I was in college, I remember reading some predictions from the 1960s. And there are a lot of people wringing their hands, you know, again, about technology. Saying that, oh, you know, technology is going to do everything for people um, and, uh, you know, people aren't going to have any work to do. So they're going to just have all this leisure time. I, I don't know how they're going to make money without, you know, just not working. But uh, people are going to have too much leisure time and they'll be, you know, hopefully they'll find themselves, you know, in and creative activities. It's, they don't need to have actual jobs 40 hours a week. Um, and of course, for many people, it's the exact opposite here in the 21st century. So those futurists, I hope they got fired. <laughs> it was a nice, it was a nice thought at the time. Um, so I, I have my suspicions about what AI are going to take over. I just saw a little, like a news, like a Sunday morning news or something, that there's a couple of restaurants going with AI chefs actually preparing the food, not just you know serving them to the the patrons. So they're actually cooking food so you know it's 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 been it's becoming very very interesting i should note one of the people hang ringing was i have a link i'll put up from new york magazine that whose whose breathless um article title is google's new ai powered browser could mark the end of human internet and you know what that might be a good thing
2: uh <laughs> yeah maybe the human I mean, internet is overrated uh yeah but it'll, you know i can't say the ai
0: one's gonna be any better i don't know it might be just as bad. It could be. You well, know, we, we've I, I seen just, what the, some of the AI chatbots do if left alone. To I guess the device. bottom
1: line is it's people programming the AI. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, there's nobody. No, not one of us is dumber than all of us. You know, <laughs> so so if we're, uh, you know, it seems like the ones I've I've read a little bit about that they're getting dumber now. The more information you feed them, the less they understand. Right. You know,
0: right? Sort of like people. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've infected the AIs in many cases. So uh, <laughs> good job on us. Society will will take it down one way or another.
0: Uh, uh shy. Um but I, I I have more hope uh that AI will be good than bad. But then again, you know, I've been wrong about other stuff. Like I thought the iPad wouldn't sell, I thought the iPhone wouldn't sell. Um, I couldn't figure out iTunes. I said, well, who's going to buy digital stuff that you can't, you know, touch and store away in your little rack? But, we you know, how that turned out. Okay, speaking of going all digital, so I've got a complaint for Google. Google announced a couple of days ago um, something called uh, golly, what is it called? Uh, Art Selfie 2 um, as part of their arts and culture app, which is a free app from Google that does all sorts of things. And what it does is it Let's you take a selfie, and then it uses AI to insert yourself into various scenes like, you know, on the Serengeti fields or or whatever. Um, so I I tried it, and it works great, except except if you try to include a pet, a pet with a snout. Um, <laughs> so at least for – I haven't tried a dog, but I tried our pet rabbit, and it says there is no human in this photo for me to take a selfie of, um, uh, even if I was behind a rabbit. So I couldn't – include my pet in the selfie test. But I think, and I asked some, some folks uh, who have cats, if they could test it with a cat, because AI face recognition often IDs a cat as a human. Uh, and this goes way so, back, you know, before pet... Oh, I hear
2: John. I downloaded this, uh, and I okay. sent through the chat, uh, it, yeah. me as Shakespearean actor uh, in AI, <laughs> But uh, okay. I will try this. I just have not been able to okay. yet, but I will go wrangle a cat at some point and let you know how it how it works with it.
0: <laughs> I should let our fives of viewers know that John actually has a cat, so it's not like he has to go outside his building and go find no. one, too.
2: Probably not, but <laughs> yeah. you never know. My cats might not be all that happy about it, but
0: uh, <laughs> my cats
2: tend to be pretty photogenic. They, they enjoy being photographed. They enjoy being photographed in very strange positions because yes. they both have a predisposition to like to lay on their backs and sit on you know like people sit up so you never know what you're gonna get but you'll probably get
0: something um all right and i'm looking for the things you said that's fine um oh yeah john sent an image okay i um where'd you sent the image uh Teams chat. on the
2: adobe side Teams. nope
0: it's on the mm, team side no on the, on the, it's team, the side. team
1: side yeah yep. yeah i opened up chat and i don't see it but you know what the heck
0: <laughs> might be um, on the wrong chat yeah yeah go to, to the meeting chat yeah you have to go to the. Uh, oddly enough it doesn't show up in the chat where we're actually talking the meeting chat oh okay goes up so, in like the calendar event chat uh, okay. for some weird reason
1: okay. oh. Joel, john kind of flipped off again there
0: yep. yep flipping us off john um okay so i see that uh Swen has added a couple of things oh i've actually seen some ads for this can you tell us about yeah,
1: that? Yeah, so yeah, the, the 12 South High Rise 3 Deluxe. It's a I have um I had a um charging a wireless charging thing for my it charges the watch, the phone, yeah, AirPods like that. And the one I had is a third party, you know, aftermarket sort of thing and it it right. was dying on me. So, you know, it was charging my watch to like 80%, not because I said it that way, it just seemed to do that. And the other <laughs> night it just didn't charge it at all, so I said, "Okay, wow. this is, this thing is history." So I started looking for, um, okay, what can I replace it with? Right. Um, and there's and there's just tons of tons of these things around. And I thought I'd go with a brand name. Twelve South is. I've had a lot of their stuff, and they've always been pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I saw yeah. this kind of new thing they have uh, that you can actually. Get, the Apple sells it at the Apple Store, so it was one of those, you know, buy it at the Apple Store, drive over there and pick it up and mm-hmm. come home with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's. Um, it's pretty nice. It's got a one stock in the middle that holds the phone. You can put it mm-hmm. vertical or, or landscape. Um, so you can put it for night. The uh, little watch thing uh, lays flat or pops up. So you can use the the uh, nighttime feature on it if you want. And uh, the Q extra Qi for the uh, for the mm-hmm. AirPods. Only thing about that is it it's not it's not MagSafe on the back. So you kind of have to put the AirPods where they need to be. You know, and- you have to. You know, wait till the light comes on. But you could also ch- charge another iPhone, or you can charge a, you know an Android phone or something like that. Pretty small. Um, reviews on it seem pretty good. The only thing people don't like about it, or say they don't like about it, is it's got hey. a, a coaxial barrel connector for the power. Powerful it's power. not a USB C. Yeah. yeah. And it's got a fairly hefty size little uh, brick. But I think it does do 15 watt charging on on the iPhone, so so that's pretty decent. I um, would say the
0: other thing people are complaining is the price. That thing is not cheap.
1: Yeah, but uh, but I'll tell you if you if you look at at brand name, good quality yeah. stuff that does all three of those things, watch right. and and you don't have to buy your own watch charger and stick it in. It actually is right. part of it. They're all up in the hundred and twenty eight hundred fifty dollar range. So I did. Yeah. I balked at that at first, and I said uh, they're all the same. Yeah. So. It It's the electrical um, engineer. I like that one. It's a, it's a nice one. You know, it, it's it's nice. Um, and if, and and I don't understand why it's one of those, if you travel, this is wonderful because they have five different uh, uh, AC configuration plugs that come with it. So it's a brick. Come, oh, with see, now
0: that makes a difference. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the brick has, you can slide a, a, an American one in or an English one yeah. or, you know, whatever. and they, And they all come with it. Yeah. It's not something I'd travel with, though. And I think, you know, it just comes with you know, five different ones because it's cheaper for them to just... Because the things yeah. that slip on are a piece of plastic with some pins on it. Right. So those are probably dirt cheap, and it's probably cheaper to do that I, than they have five different skews for different yeah. countries.
0: That does help, though, for people who travel, you know, in more yeah, than one country. I wouldn't country. travel
1: with this. It's not It's not really packable. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, I mean, doesn't it fold down suitcase. nicely or... It doesn't fold down mm-hmm. or anything. It's It's... Yeah, um,
0: it 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 does have. It, it looks like it does. It does a Mag charge for the iPhone, so you it doesn't like yes absolutely on anything. yeah 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 and it is Apple certified because it's sold literally through the Apple Store,
1: amongst yeah. other places. I guess you can certainly buy it at 12 South or you can buy it at Best Buy or whatever.
0: yeah. But it's 150. I just... That's <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. I've it gotten is. <laughs> a couple uh, try chargers and they're like under 50. So you know.
1: Yeah, but that's I, the well, one I just got through replacing because it yeah. died on me.
2: <laughs> I'm looking at the one that's sitting on my desk over here, and I can tell you I bought it for $150. The yeah. watch charging puck is not a fast charger puck, so it's very slow. No. You know, yeah. The yeah. Uh, actual right. MagSafe right. part of it, it, most of the time it'll connect, but the little light to show you that it's connected doesn't always work, so you don't know if it's really connected. Yeah. And the AirPods, yeah, you have to line them up. Kind of exactly right for it to work on the back. So I get where Swen's going. If these, if these little annoyances are not there, then you do appreciate that, but you do pay more. So it's, yeah. I talk to people a lot where they say, "Well, why do you pay for the more expensive thing?" Those little annoyances do add up over time, <laughs> and you know, in terms of psychologically, I would like to save a couple of seconds of annoyance a day over like two three years versus give those yeah. up. You know, you either you either our whole lives you're either trading money or time. And, you know, yeah. I would like more time sometimes or I would like less frustrated and angry time. Uh, so <laughs>
0: I hear you. I Yeah hear and, you. and
1: like, you know, one that's similar is a Belkin the Belkin model, which is a big round base and um and it works fine too. My wife's got that one. And it's it's not nice, but it's right up there at $150 too is when you go try to find it. So mm-hmm. I just uh I decided I wasn't going to go with a third party, you know, Chinese name that I can't pronounce,
0: you know. Well, it's still probably meaning China, it's just it's it probably come. is. What's yeah. yeah. what
1: the name you can pronounce now, 12 South, it. 12 yeah. South does make another one. Um it's it's I think it's a high rise 3 but not deluxe. <laughs> it's about 100 bucks, which also does the watch and why, the Why
0: why is it not deluxe, I wonder.
1: Uh, it's, it, it's configured way differently. It's oh. got the watch hanging on the back. Um, it's smaller and I just couldn't find that around too easily to buy. So yeah, this one, this one was, you know, at the Apple store, you know, a couple of clicks on my phone drive over and it's ready. And I had, yep. it. so, so yeah. there's that. Well,
0: that was... <laughs> Yeah, I that one I've, I'm using now. I, I'd is,
1: recommend I'd recommend it. I mean, if, if you if you're gonna yeah. buy one, leave it one place. You know, it's right. I I bet this will last forever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got a like one. I, again, I don't travel anymore, but I've got one that does <laughs> fold up and does all three. And it seems to, it doesn't fast charge. So yeah. you know, it charges, but just you know, if you're in a rush, this is not the one to use. But it's under fifty bucks, so uh, and it does what it claims to do. So I'm pretty happy with it. Um, and again if I were still traveling it does fold up, So that's, that's kind of okay the next one another very nice product that's not cheap look it's not cheap nice.
1: the alpaca stuff is not cheap I just want to yeah I got um, I did pick one up I was they. I bought a few things for them before where is it there's wait that pulls thing off with my cable here sliding off <laughs> um, but this is where did I put the other thing there it is but that's I, they had a special edition coming yeah. up and uh this one's purple uh, i think that may be the one i, I mean linked to the orange one but this i got this purple one and uh got it for my wife because she loves purple ah. so but they've changed the the, the <laughs> styling on the inside a lot have various different ones but for you iPad mini huh. slips right in there nice yeah, so that's the yeah, size yeah. it's it slips an ipad mini um she has a little bit more trouble with hers because she's got a I got, I think, a Kensington or something case on it that's got a place for the pen in it. Pen, so it's just it looks a little bit taller. A little tight. It's a little tight. Yeah, but this does have a hole for the pen if you want to ah uh-huh. use it. But they're um, they're a really nice little tech case. Um, and what uh, what we kind of use them for is we we keep a set of the stuff that you normally need to take with you in one of them. So you don't. So you just if you're going somewhere, and, and. you just grab it. It's like and a you te- have cables you need. Bag. You got an extra, yeah. You you got an extra watch charger in there. You got a battery, you know, stuff like that. In
0: what is a magnetic so, stabilizer strap? Is it says sold separately. Oh, did you get one of those?
1: Oh, no, I didn't get one of those. But I'll tell you, uh, I, it's almost impossible to. Yeah, you couldn't see it on the. You'd have to see it, but they have a really strange looking uh, buckle system. They have some yeah, magnetic yeah, stuff. Hand. Green. And this little buckle here, yeah, is now it just comes apart like that, right? And it clips. Oh, it's magnetic. Yeah, it's magnetic. But if uh-huh. you, once you put this on like that, unless you yeah. take it in exactly the right direction, right, it is not it's coming gonna... apart. Which As is a matter good. of fact, yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, the one, uh, the other one I got when I fir- well, that one when I first got it, we took it out. I could not get it to come apart. I just flat couldn't get it. I had to watch it. I had to watch a YouTube video. (laughs) It just would not come apart, you know, so I really had to watch a YouTube video to how to, how to do it. And the guy just did it once and I said, oh, and there it is. But it's, it's pretty convenient because if you want to get this thing off your shoulder or something, you just pop it off and it
0: falls off. Yeah. So it's got a little, little hand strap, but I I, I guess the strap that you got is optional according to the website.
1: Um, In, yeah, it is. It is on that one. Yeah, uh, they have a flight, a flight bag, new one that it actually comes with. So that's my gut. Okay,
0: it. so we've been we've been hinting at it. That's not cheap. It's ninety two dollars. Yeah, on the website at least. It's called the Elements yeah. Tech Case Max Eco RX thirty, and I guess it comes in a bunch of different colors.
1: Yeah, and um, and they have a bunch of different products too. So, so yeah, you know, but yeah. they're all it kind has of interesting. a nice interesting. looking bag. Yeah, they and they're yeah. very you know they're they're really well made. Solid. It looks
0: like it fits a lot, too, given, you know, it, it, although it, does. it looks
1: small. It uh, yeah, it's got a lot of little pockets in there. It expands out yeah. pretty well.
0: Yeah, according to um, it's yeah.
1: it zippers on it. So that, I think that thing you were talking about is the uh, the chest strap. It's if yeah. you have a messenger bag, that right, one right, that right, you right. can pull around the side and clip into the center so that it keeps it on you. So you get your band uh,
0: the
1: messenger bag and you got something that goes in the middle and goes to the bag in the back that keeps it where you want it to be. That's what that thing is, and it has one of those magnetic buckles on it so that you don't have to grab it and clip it and clip it in and stuff like that. It just right. pops off when you want still... it to, and it does not come off. It's amazing.
0: It really is. I got to say, I'm not familiar with this brand, by the way, Alpaca. looks like they make some really nice oh, stuff. Oh, really?
2: Yep. They're yeah. they're fairly well uh, known. The other brand that I think of them synonymous with is Nomadic because it's another one of these more premium yeah, tech people sort of that. thing. And I put a link to if you want something that's at the same price point, that's a little more flexible, less tech organized is the uh, collapsible sling that Nomadic makes. Uh, Ah. It's nice in that it will fold up and fit the luggage very well. So if you're traveling, uh, I sort of have the same thing where I have a bag where I have one of every charger I need or, you know, my, my travel tech kit. But if you're going somewhere where you're like, you know, I might need a bag for the day, or you're going to a theme park or something like that, the collapsible sling that Nomadic makes, specifically the six liter, the three liter is a little small for a day. It's good for a half day or, you know, something like that. Uh, But yeah, there's some older too. Yeah. There's some nice stuff if you are looking for it, that's not mainline. And again, you know, when we talk about brands, the problem is if you go on Amazon and you just search Sling, you'll find things that are half the price from companies you can't name that will yeah. not uh, not hold up or not be as flexible or not as well-designed in a sense. So <laughs> it's a weird world where, you know, yeah. if you want something that will slightly add seconds of annoyance to you every day, then you can get it for cheaper. But if you want something that will mostly work and not, make you mad you you pay more
0: yeah Yeah. the navigator collapsible sling six liter is 80 well 90 dollars so it too is not cheap but it'll probably last you and i i've got to say and i've got some eagle creek and Toomey stuff yeah those are good 25 30 years old and still fine
1: yeah i'd say the alpaca is about if you're looking at it's about timbuktu quality if if that means anything to anybody you know yeah i i remember
0: microsoft gave us a timbuktu laptop bag many a uh, year ago and it's holding up real i've still got that one i didn't give that one away yeah that's a nice bag and as you know Swen, like well like many of our mutual friends we are you know bag people
1: <laughs> we're, we're bag hoarders yeah yeah, yeah better or worse yeah.
0: i know it's very sad i still need to clean up and give away some more or whatever i do have some bags that are you know like again like sort of alluded to uh Swen that are no-name brands that Know, we're like freebies or something, and they are literally disintegrating. Yeah. Yeah. There was need- one I grabbed to take some gifts in uh, to some people who were retiring in my former office. And I noticed that it was, I didn't notice it right away, but I noticed, in, like, I, if I grabbed it from my car that it was like, like fine black powder was coming off of it. You know, I, might be that I thought, oh, it's just a dye because it's so old, but no, the whole bag was disintegrating. And um, I ended up tossing it in a garbage can after I gave the gifts out dusted off to make sure the gifts didn't look dusty but uh yeah so that's that's been interesting okay and you've got one more kind of an anniversary thing that you mentioned which yeah i only
1: put it in here because uh you know we we've talked about that for a long time and that's yes. UMA. Right. i i guess there's i think i've seen other words but it's a Uma's a it's a phone service and uh it's what my it's what my home phone is on now which is not exactly yeah. a home phone but i think A lot of us old folks, uh, have had a phone number forever and ever and ever. Uh, and you really don't want to give it up. And I've tried at one time, I even ported that to a cell phone so that I had that same same number. It's, it's not the same. Uh, Yeah. so, but this thing is a, you know, it, it's a, it's a little box that plugs into your internet somewhere and then you can plug the cable from it into your, into any phone jack that you've got in the house. Uh, Yeah some houses i understand don't even have phone jacks anymore but uh and then you can plug in regular regular phones into it um but i got a thing today uh happy umiversary so i've been i've been with them for a year and (laughs) price wise what it is is uh if you don't get their uh, premium thing price is exactly what you would pay for taxes on your phone if you had a regular landline phone and and, and again and that's Taxes and fees, so those are all federal and, and government regulation right. fees that right, right. they have to collect. Required, they have to collect. Yeah, yeah.
0: right. So, yeah, and thanks to so, you, you know, for yeah. like
1: ten dollars a month. You know,
0: yeah, thanks to you for educating me about it last year. I finally got rid of my legacy um, service. Not the number itself, like you said. I preserved the number by porting the number over from my, you know, from my my incumbent local. Um, incumbent um uh, my ILAC. And, and uh, I've been on UMA since last August, I think. So I'm coming up on like, you know, six months. And it's been working fine. Um, like you said, it just, you know, ported my number over. People call my own. And th- the reason is I didn't, it's not that I didn't want to give up my old number. You know, I really didn't care that much about it. But I didn't want to go through all the hassle of figuring out what I've associated that number with over the decades. And I've had this number a long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, that's- and like, you know, like, like, oh, we need to confirm who you are by calling your phone number. And go, oops, I got rid of my phone.
2: You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So,
0: so that's why I kept it. I pay, so I pay $6 and 43 cents a month for the basic service itself. And I think I have to pay like $30 a year to keep my number ported. I don't think you have to do that, Swin. No, no. Because you, you live in, you know, civilized nation.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to do that. Mine was like a thirty-five dollar fee, which got waived One because time, I had. One right? time, I, Yeah, one-time fee. Yeah. I do. I do do their premium plan, which has some more extra stuff. Which has right, a me too. A second line, and I uh, uh, get caller ID and all kinds of stuff like that. Right. Just basic services, basic too. phone service. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so it's, I pay, you know, it's,
0: I It turns yeah. out that if you do not live in the lower forty-eight, as we used to call it when I lived in Alaska. Uh, if you live outside of the continental, well, Alaska part of the continent. Well, the lower 48, I guess, is most accurate. Yes. <laughs> if you don't live in the lower 48, if you live in Alaska, Hawaii, or Puerto Rico, and po- presumably Guam and some other U.S. territories, you have to pay $30 a year for a number of portability, uh, which is normally a one-time fee for everybody else. Oh. Um, that's- yeah, which is fine. It's still cheaper than, you know, I was paying 55 bucks a month for my phone service, so. $30 a yeah. year one time, $6.43. I guess they're going to increase it again next year because it used to be five something when I started um, six months ago. But, you know, it's still, and with the added you know, 100 bucks for the premium service, so it's still, I pay $100, so 130 a year, let's say, unless they raise it, plus five times 12 is 60 So I pay like $200 a year, a little less than $200 a year currently. And that's what I was paying in, you know, Four months. Four months, yeah. (laughs) So I'm still making out like a bandit even at the premium service. The one thing that did, and it didn't surprise me, I knew this was happening, we've had a series of island-wide blackouts over the last month. We had three in two weeks at one point. And by blackouts, I don't mean like five minutes. We were down nine hours at one point. And, of course, this is VoIP. Um, You know, our internet service went down also, and we were notified of that via text message. And so no internet, no power, so no phone, no landline. Which is still, uh, you know, I kind of, I knew that was going to happen. So I I accept that as, you know, decision choice. Um, But the thing that surprised, maybe it shouldn't have surprised me. The thing that surprised my neighbors, I know, is those with T-Mobile lost cell service, like within an hour of the power outage. Which that surprised me because I thought they were supposed to have battery backups for 24 hours. But it might have been something else. Oh, it might have been they're using Spectrum and Spectrum didn't have battery for your yeah. backhaul. I wonder if that was it. Um but at any rate so yeah, I was going to yeah, I was going to ask
1: if you if you had cell service cuz um, Uma does have a box variation that has a battery backup in it and they have the ability yeah. to have a um, a cell backup cell provider backup of course yeah. all it costs, all cost all cost you more but yeah uh, the battery backup doesn't except first so, time but if you had a backup. So so if you're if your internet service goes down, it would transfer over to the cell service. that
0: Yeah, unless the they, cell service. So goes you down.
1: could get away with it. Yeah, unless the cell service down. at yeah. which and, point, but my you know, neighbors.
0: Yeah, so my neighbors at T-Mobile all went down. So I said, "Well, I have AT and T. If you need to make an emergency call or something, so you know, I yeah. can I can make it a call for you." So I just let them know. Um, I huh. also have the Google Fi, and you know, Google Fi uses, amongst other carriers, they use T-Mobile as their NVNO, or they are an NVNO to T-Mobile. And so Google Fi went down also for me. So fortunately, I had at t as a backup. And I think Verizon doesn't work well where I live. So only at t was yeah. working in my area.
1: You mean you don't have U.S. Cellular at where you
0: are? No, we do not have U.S. Cellular here.
1: <laughs> Which is your other Fi option.
0: Right, right. It was And Sprint used to be yeah, the I other one.
1: But, you know. Sprint used to be that yeah. kind of combined there. So, so now you right. don't have to Sprint, So somebody, if if Google, if Google would figure out how they could get AT&T and Verizon, you know, on that, you know, (laughs) pick whichever one's best, that would, that would be outstanding. But, (laughs) but, you know,
0: yeah, so it was, it was an interesting nine hours with no power and I had not downloaded any movies to watch or anything. It was night. So, you know, it was pitch black outside. Oh, it was cloudy. So I didn't even get to try my Google Pixel phone's astrophotography feature, which I do during blackouts oh. at night.
1: That's why you want wash real washout. Sure. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was a real washout. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, I did want to have, I did go one question for you guys that I posted to Facebook and nobody responded. I'm really sad. I have been looking, you know, I, I, I did, I never got a uh, authorization in triplicate for my midlife crisis when I actually got no. midlife. And so I decided without authorization, I should have a late life crisis. And one of the things I've become very interested in, I've got one in order, and which just did like a month ago and still hasn't arrived. I am really interested in mechanical keyboards that are really thawky or clacky or whatever. Have you guys bought any of those? No. No? no okay. I've, keyboard bug just I, never you know,
2: me.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a touch typist in the first place. So, you know, the exact feel of a keyboard doesn't mean that much to me. Some hunting and pecking, anyway.
0: Okay, well, I've I've got one in order. Um, it's called uh, Epo maker, which is apparently a fairly well-known mechanical keyboard brand that does Bluetooth two point four. Um, was it megahertz, gigahertz? I forget. Whatever you know, the usual RF thing. And I think it also does USB C. You know, in a pinch, if you really need to connect it without any wireless. Oh, it also's got a little like a one key button LCD screen that you can, that it uses as like a menu panel and you can put little pictures in there and stuff. And a little knob, which I found, you know, I love knobs for to <laughs> not just control the, uh, the options on the keyboard itself, right from the keyboard, but also for volume control. It's multifunction. You can overload the function on the knobs. Um, I've been waiting a month for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, USPS claims it's going to arrive soon, but I have my doubts because I still see it stuck in San Francisco. I, and it's been there for like two weeks. So it's, I don't know. I might be having a good time going to see the museums and the bridge in Sausalito. Don't know what it's doing there. Okay. So I will let you know when my midlife crisis keyboard comes in. And I think that's about it. I don't think there are any big announcements coming up. Do you guys know any big announcements? No. Apple, there's a rumor Apple might yeah, announce yeah, yeah. something, but
2: there's always a rumor. Nothing about that much. Again. I mean, it should be within the next week. Some of the press uh, outlets will be getting their Vision Pros. So yeah. we should uh, start seeing some in-the-wild Vision Pro <laughs> reviews. That's uh, right. But yeah, nothing That's right. too crazy on the that I'm looking for other than to see what <laughs> real people say about the Vision Pro.
0: Yeah, so for real people who are pre-ordered, and apparently we don't know anybody personally, uh, they should be getting it this week, Friday, February the 2nd. So um, I'll go talk to Jared and see if his friend got it in. Maybe we can do a podcast. Because I am mightily curious about it, and I, I am, but I am not mightily wealthy enough it's, to actually do anything about it myself. Alrighty, Uh That would have been John's, a much
1: better midlife crisis. Yeah.
0: yeah, it is. That's a good midlife crisis purchase, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. You could you could ask for a Ferrari and then you know back off to a Vision Pro. or something.
0: <laughs> just a, you know. uh, hey, uh, Yeah, I'm having a cheap midlife late life crisis. Right, you know, within budget, so to speak, which is not exactly a crisis, I guess, if you keep things within budget. All righty. Uh, Sven Johansson, thank you, sir. Uh, I'm glad you're able to join us this week. Always fun. The good Dr. John Westball. And we will talk to you next time.